0: switched to Boost Mobile and got a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone. Want to know the best part? Uh, it was free? Nope. The fact that it's on America's largest 5G networks? Nope. It's the ding. Oh, yeah. Love the ding. Right? It's all about the ding. It's the dingarooski. The dingaroner. The ring-a-ding-ding. Unleash your power to save with Boost. Get a free Samsung Galaxy A23 5G phone when you switch. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. And the ding. Limited time offer. New customers only. Available on select networks. 5G not available everywhere. One device per line. Tax excluded. Additional restrictions apply. See your local Boost Mobile store for details. Podcast, Stitcher Podcast, Google Podcast, YouTube, and more. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business
1: moving forward. We are Granger, Offering professional-grade industrial supplies, plus real-time product availability, and access to experts ready to answer your toughest
0: questions. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by Granger for the ones who get it done. Eric Weinmeier knew the risks. Less than 1,200 people had ever conquered Mount Everest and more than 175 had died trying. But still he climbed, not seeing the terrifying drops or the fear on other faces. And when he reached the summit, he didn't even see the view. Because Eric Weinmeier is blind, he proved it doesn't take sight to reach the top. It takes vision. Pass it on. From the Foundation for a Better Life at values.com.
1: Read is about new federal rules that OSHA is drafting to protect workers in extreme heat. Currently, there are a few rules in place for workers in extreme heat, and so I wanted to see what those conditions felt like for low-wage airport workers who are suffering in the scorching summers of Texas. Farm workers, the factory workers, airport employees, bus and delivery drivers. These kinds of workers tend to suffer disproportionately from health conditions that make them more vulnerable to getting injured in extreme heat. One thing I heard over and over from the airport workers I talked to was just how little is done to help them get access to free cold water and break rooms. One of the airport workers I talked to in Dallas, he walked me through the bag claim areas. And at one point he gestured to the ticket agent counter where American Airlines employees had small fans and water bottles but the company he works for at the airport doesn't give them those resources. So even in the same location, workers can be treated differently. Researchers have said this is a long time coming from OSHA, these rules, and that we should have had them in place well before the record-setting heat waves were seen year after year. The rules could require employers to offer workers breaks, shade, and cold water, among other things and they could also allow the federal government to fine employers who violate the rules. The OSHA rulemaking process, which has almost 50 steps, is far from finished and it could still take years to finalize. Here's what I found out about how these new rules could affect tens of millions of America's hardest workers. Anthony Soto. A 22-year-old baggage claim employee at the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport crumpled to the floor near gate C-15 after a seizure last October that he attributed to hot indoor conditions and strenuous lifting. In record-setting heat in Texas this past summer, Mr. Soto, who has epilepsy, had four more seizures that left him speechless, his body unresponsive, he said. His blue button-down shirt was streaked with sweat on a recent sweltering day as the temperature again neared 105 degrees. Working in such heat makes us feel unwanted, unhelpful, and unworthy, he told me. The only thing that matters is how long it takes to scan bags. Scientists say the record heat this summer was fueled by climate change and that heat waves are likely to grow more intense. But there are few safeguards for tens of millions of workers increasingly exposed to rising temperatures on the job the biden administration is taking steps to create new rules for employers with two key steps expected in the coming months a handful of states have put in place standards for work in extreme heat including california which requires employers to allow outdoor workers to rest in the shade in temperatures above 80 degrees but in other states Workers like Mr. Soto, who makes $15 an hour, continue to suffer as extreme heat spans the summer months in the early fall. Dallas endured a record number of September days with triple-digit temperatures. Dr. Rosemary Sokis, an occupational health expert at Georgetown University, co-wrote a recent article in the New England Journal of Medicine on the dangers now faced by workers in absence of federal regulations. She told me that the worst-performing states are just not going to do it on their own. Prodded in 2021 by President Biden, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration is drafting guidelines for indoor and outdoor work in heat, which could allow the federal government to fine employers that violate its recommendations. But OSHA, as it's known, is still plotting through a labyrinthine rulemaking process. The agency is required to go through nearly 50 steps. Most of which are mandated by executive orders or by congressional legislation. By the end of October, officials expect to complete a consultation with small businesses that would be affected by the standards. Business groups, though, have opposed the possible rule, saying it could be onerous and expensive. By early next year, the agency could lay out a timeline for a rule proposal. Andrew Levinson the director of standards at OSHA, told me that that moment is really a milestone because that's the spot where the agency formally alerts the public that we are proposing a rule. Mr. Levinson said that the agency was planning to publish indoor and outdoor standards together, since workers, he said, may be shuffling between outdoor work environments and then going into a warehouse or into some other equipment processing area. He added that OSHA had to consider different varieties of hot weather, like dry and moist, and how they affect the body. The agency's current guidance for employers, which has little enforcement muscle, may offer some clues to its formal heat standard. Among those guidelines, experts say, could be acclimatization, which is the practice of gradually easing workers into schedules that expose them to extreme heat. This is because many workers who have died from heat-related causes succumbed as they began a job. The agency could also require employers to offer workers access to breaks, shade, and cold water. In a statement to the Times, Mr. Soda's employer, Prospect Airport Services, said that he had been stationed in a cooler work area and that it had offered additional breaks to employees working in a baggage handling space where the air conditioning had been unreliable. Federal lawmakers introduced legislation over the summer that would require OSHA to publish an emergency rule within a year after the bill passes. But that measure is seen as unlikely to pass because of opposition in the Republican-controlled House. One of its chief backers, Representative Greg Kassar, who's a Democrat from Texas, held what he called a thirst strike over the summer to urge the fast-tracking of an OSHA rule. He told me that it's critical a rule is laid out over the next year. He said that if we want to make it permanent, we need to pass legislation. David Michaels, who's an epidemiologist at George Washington University who led OSHA during the Obama administration, told me that the agency's current timeline suggested that new standards might not come by next year. Whenever it arrives, the rule, he said, would be a game changer. There's no question, and it will save lives. Extreme heat especially afflicts low-wage earners like Mr. Soto. In higher temperatures, workers in poor counties lose more of their pay, researchers have found. And low-income Americans disproportionately suffer from chronic health conditions that make them more vulnerable to heat-related injuries. People with epilepsy are more prone to seizures in extreme heat. So Mr. Soto received permission from his supervisors to work in cooler baggage claim areas. The daily medication he takes has steadied him, he told me. Yet he's still anxious, he told me, as he navigates the sun-drenched and unreliably air-conditioned airport five days a week, including the long walk to a staff room for lunch that he said eats up much of his break time. The airport's heat, he told me, feels like you're in the gym, in the sauna. He said that you fully start sweating. I start looking at my hands and I think, how am I already sweating? I haven't done anything. My uniform, you can literally see the sweat on your back and stomach. Dangerous heat waves are affecting more of the country, including states with typically milder climates. The costs to the economy are vast. In 2021, more than 2.5 billion hours of labor in the U.S. agriculture, construction, manufacturing and service sectors were lost to heat exposure, according to data compiled by The Lancet, the London-based medical publication. Researchers have found that productivity dips heavily in hot weather. Few states offer more vivid examples of these new perils than Texas. More than 40 people have died in Texas from heat-related causes since 2011, including a lineman and letter carrier over the summer. The risks to workers were apparent on a series of sweltering late summer days at DFW, the Dallas airport, where temperatures neared 110 degrees. Over 650,000 Americans worked in commercial airports as of 2022, according to federal data that was compiled by the Service Employees International Union. Many of those workers have jobs that involve full or partial heat exposure, including wheelchair escorts, shuttle drivers, and airplane cleaners that can ask for loitering in hot areas without adequate air conditioning. Workers on the tarmac, such as baggage handlers, typically face the highest temperatures and most dangerous conditions. While some industries and employers have allowed workers to clock in early in the morning or late at night to avoid the worst of a day's heat, flight schedules are fixed. That means that most airport workers can't choose the time or place for their work. Traven Watts, a contractor who makes $14 an hour cleaning American Airlines planes at the airport between 2 p.m. and 10 p.m., Fainted one afternoon in August as he waited in a jet bridge in scorching weather. I sat with him in a baggage claim area on a recent afternoon before his shift.